0: Welcome to Episode 6, Part 2 of Hookers and Horses, Stories of a Prairie Family. Today's podcast topic is Kitchen Fails, Part 2, with your host, Dana, that's me, my sister Tracy, and my cousin Ellie. Our hope with each podcast is that we might bring you some joy and entertainment during this time of isolation. So without further ado, here we go.
1: Okay, I need to tell you guys what happened to me today. Because it was, it ended, I'll start with the end. It ended with Evan saying to his boss, sorry, there was just a fire and some broken glass. So I'm I'm trying to be respectful of Evan working upstairs, by the way. So just like, keep that in mind. I'm trying to be a nice wife and take care of the household. (sighs) So I'm putting, I put some spaghetti on the stove because I was like, "Mm, maybe we'll make it like a fancy lunch today for the Jojo Meister. I'm like, I'm going to make him a stir fry. I'm going to be like a really good mom. I have a few things going on the stove. Joey is now playing. He's very independent. What I have done wrong in this scenario from the beginning is I have an island with shelves. And I always like showing things off in my little shelves. And that is a mistake because I now have a toddler who can move. So I see him futzing around. I'm like... It's fine. He's just investigating and he's a curious little mu- No. No. Then I hear Then I hear a crash. And I look and he has brought a canister that I have with flour which might I add is like very hard to come by these days. And I am teaching a baking tutorial on Sunday. So my kid has now dumped the flour. There is glass shards. And I'm like, "Uh-oh. Not great." So, I put him in his high chair. I'm like, mm, can I salvage any of this flour? Are there shards of glass? Will the cookie murder someone? And as I'm contemplating this, he takes his food tray, which I put on the counter, didn't realize he could reach. This is from his snack two hours prior, throws it at me. I'm now covered in shredded cheese. <laughs> so needless to say, the flour is not salvageable because now it's a mixture of flour, broken glass, cheese, and what I can only do is dog hair, <laughs> and just a few tears. Aww. So it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I close the gate because now we can't have the dog coming in and eating this like broken glass flour mixture. So I close the gate, I get my broom, I get my little Swiffer wet jet, and I'm ready to start cleaning. <laughs> the smoke detector has gone off because the noodle that I had put in the pot had lit on fire. Oh no. Because I have a gas stove and a noodle was hanging over the little potty pot and started a fire. So I fancy myself a good cook. I lit boiling pasta on fire. Oh, Don't no. know to know what to do? Because I'm like, okay, okay. The smoke detector's on the other side of the gate. Do I open the gate, risk the dog coming in? eating the glass flour mixture. Joey's looking at me like, well, you better figure it out, Ma. So then I hear Evan upstairs and I'm like, it's fine. He's going to come. He's going to fix the situation. I hear him close the door. I'm like, oh no. So then, then I start yelling, help, help. I need help. Oh no. <laughs> so he comes down. I didn't realize he was on the phone with a partner at his firm. <laughs> he turns off the smoke detector and goes everything okay over here i go just some fire just some glass he repeats that to the boss anyways i sifted the flower it's fine we are moving on so i thought that
0: was a good way to start the show today did you see he oh waves my. like he waved and then like went back upstairs he did like he, he did. did yeah oh yeah oh, that's what i thought you said he said he waves yeah okay
1: <laughs> yeah
0: he gave oh me my. like
1: I'm not going to come in because I don't want to step on the broken glass. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you, so, you got it.
2: so for everybody now who's listening, who listened to our part one of our hostesses with the mostesses, that was the intro um, for the continuation of the hostesses with the mostesses. <laughs> but we're going to, you know, sort of talk about um, food or, or kitchen fails more than, um, are grandiose able uh being able to host and cook so that was the yeah. perfect, perfect story yeah that was the perfect story to show that we all have more than one side to, well, and to what is happening
0: i was saying to these gals yesterday um just on the on the topic of broken jars which first of all and i'm also still like well when joey like dropped that glass flower and like the glass broke everywhere was he like hysterical crying or was he just like Meh.
1: Cool as a cucumber. He's like, yeah. no, look what I did.
0: Oh, interesting. And like the glass. Okay, cool. Um, because this yeah. takes this takes me back to when I was like fifteen or sixteen, and I was helping mom, mom make jar of her beets. And so <laughs> we had like ten jars of beets on the counter, and they were all like I don't remember the whole all the details like where what we were where we were at in the filling of the jar process, but like they were all like they all had beets in them. And they're all like the liter mason jar size, and whatever happened, I don't really know. Like, did my arm get caught? Did my shirt, my bag catch the jar? I don't really remember that. All I remember mm-hmm. is like one jar, like literally dominoes, and then like all all of them on the floor no. broken, like so. It like the just the sheer like the sound of the and it was like slow motion. You know, you see the jar like rolling oh. off the counter, and you're like, oh my no. god! And it was like. So, like, pres- like, never mind, like, the whole effort that had gone into, like, you know, whatever, like, pickling them or, like, the whole time. Like, that was, like, probably, like, a month's worth of, I don't know how it works, actually. I can't remember the whole thing. Oh, no, no. Okay, sorry. But the- I guess they were raw. We were just putting the stuff into the jars. Right, right. They weren't, like, finished. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it doesn't matter. So, oh. anyway, it's, like, glass everywhere. It's beet juice everywhere. It- our-, our kitchen floor just happened to be yellow lino at the time. So, it was, like, oh. so disgusting. But I mean, any floor would have been brutal, but that one was like the worst. And then mom looks at me like, I... anyway, I thought, like, I, I've never actually, she was so speechless. She was so angry. Like, I saw her face turn red. And then the best part was like, my ride was coming to pick me up for dance because I had to go shy. And I was like, okay, um, I have to go. And she was like, get out of the house. She like, because I was like, should I help clean up? Should I like, what should I do? She's like, get out that was unlike I actually don't ever remember being so mad that that's all she can say and I was like okay well I guess I'm gonna go to dance class now bye and like I wait I went like just went outside and like waited I I, yeah like I went into the car and like left for practice and I don't know like she didn't talk to me for like at least a whole day after that she was so mad I was like but it wasn't She's like, but you were being careless. And I was like, oh, my God, it was so terrible.
2: Um, Okay, well, also speaking of broken glass, not totally food-related, Dana, do you remember we were maybe, like, we were, like, late teens or early 20s, and Mom and Dad were away somewhere, who knows where. Oh my and we God. were home by ourselves. And we decided first off that we were going to start ripping the wallpaper off the wall. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So we were like, this wallpaper is disgusting. We're, let's just start taking it off. It'll be fine. They won't mind. That was <laughs> the first part. And then somewhere it, as we were doing that, we also had one of those big water... Um, yeah. You know, like like a 10 gallon water jug that, with a spout yeah. in the kitchen. I don't know why we ever had them, but we did. And we had to change it. It was because change... of me,
0: because I insisted on having like pure water. I didn't want to drink the oh, tap. Okay. It, blah, blah, blah.
2: So we had to change <laughs> the, the 10 gallon thing, which is not that difficult. I mean, we used to do it all the time. And so you had to turn the thing right upside down and put it into the, <clears throat> the container. And were you changing it or was I? I don't know. It you must have been.
0: I remember it so and clearly.
2: And it, she lost control of the jug <laughs> and it bounced off the floor yeah. into the French door of our dining room and went yeah. oh. and cracked the glass of the French door. And we stood there and we're like, oh, what, what, how, what just happened? So we're like, do we call them and say we just cracked the French door? It wasn't cracked.
0: It was like shattered
2: oh no um, sorry yeah like the Disney glass much. like there was one at least one pane or more of the French door that was shattered yeah <laughs> so and this is not like no one had a cell phone it's not like we can just call and say like hi moms, we have a little bit of bad news if we didn't even know and I think the air conditioning stopped working that time when they were gone too oh I think there was like a whole myriad of things but that, cra- that crash there was I mean not food related but it was kitchen related yeah. and we they were not happy when they got home but the only thing why I mentioned about the wallpaper is that they were so pissed off about the wallpaper <laughs> that they weren't as mad I think about the French door breaking because that was just an accident oh, you ma'am, the ma'am. wallpaper we purposely right. ripped off the wall.
1: So well, my mom would you they should have done what my mom would do coincidentally every time that Evan would visit town which was like only like twice a year that happened to be when she needed the water jug changed It was like <sighs> you're landing in like three hours great we just ran out of water
0: oh my god <laughs> and like <laughs> she didn't have a husband who could like lift it or like she like works out every day no. she couldn't lift it herself
1: no. <laughs> my papa's back would not have managed
0: oh
1: <laughs> and no i don't
0: i don't know happened to be and like
1: but like when other things break it's like well you know what i'll just wait till the next time jesse comes over
0: that's so funny because i'm thinking I, but like I, but I know that they weren't that well they were heavy but they weren't like you know like obviously I, we did it all the time so that's why i'm laughing because like poor
2: evan right i mean and and dane in your defense too like i mean you changed it all the time it was just one of those things where you just lost the it grip slipped it. yeah but and we and i can actually still see it in slow motion too like it bounced off the floor yeah right into the door we're like how
1: how did that just happen yeah um, and I I have to <laughs> it's not water it was worse I also intentionally messed up my mother's kitchen it was leading up to Passover so she had also just cleaned the kitchen and gotten rid of all flour product and that was when I came home from ta- from Toronto and And someone I knew was doing a portrait a day for a year. So he was doing, like, a different picture of someone, like, something that highlights their personality. So he was going to do me and baking. So I had some, like, pays recipes that I'd already baked up. And he says, okay, we'll pose with this. But do you know what would be really cool? Why don't we have, like, flour in the background?
2: And so... I remember (laughs) this. I remember this. And so...
1: Lauren and Shiro were behind the scenes throwing oh bowls of flour behind me, and Mom came in, and I got the biggest "what the fuck" face from her. <sighs> like we destroyed like three days of cleaning. What and potentially made you think
0: that would have been a like an acceptable thing, especially knowing how clean oh. she likes her kitchen.
1: Here's the thing about about Sue in the kitchen. My sister always says that the only reason that I am the only one of the three of us who can cook is because I had to fight to be in that kitchen. Like I, I risked a lot to be in that kitchen. Every time mom would hear the mix master, cause it, it wasn't plugged and I'd have to move it. If I want to make cookies, she would hear the like, eh! of me scraping it along the granite and no, no, no. Get to your room. Because she, she knew that I couldn't clean it well she never touched the mix master but like as soon as I would cook anything I would be sent to my room or grounded or like kicked out of the kitchen I've been kicked out of so many kitchens in this family which is ironic because now I'm asked to do a lot of the cooking and baking All right. I come to town I'm like oh thank goodness you're here can you just like quickly put dinner on
0: <laughs> like you your can- plane just landed and you're like I could make dinner
1: literally I landed for Lauren's for Jack's briss, And I was already four months pregnant and mom and mom and I did a tour of the Winnipeg grocery stores because I was catering the bris. And I was just like, after like three hours, I'm like, mommy, I'm so pregnant. Please let me lay down. But no, Bubby Polly also kicked me out of her kitchen. Which is impressive that I continued baking after this because my first attempt at baking ever was Baba Polly's pineapple upside down cake.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my. Yeah. I remember
1: that recipe?
2: It, I mean, I remember not I yet. Made it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but like, just to paint a picture, like, Bubby wasn't, for people listening, Bubby wasn't that like the boisterous, like Jewish Bubby, like walking around with like a wooden spoon or whatever. Like, you go to her house and you quietly have a cup of tea with a lot of milk in it. Like that's
0: mm-hmm.
1: quiet Jewish bubby. And I don't, I don't remember what I did because I'm, it was in the house. Like it was so long ago on Airlie's. Oh, at I was going to
0: ask you if it was in the house or the apartment. I, I, okay.
1: Like I was barely a human.
2: Right. And
1: at one point she just goes, you need to leave. She's like, just get out of the kitchen. I'll finish this myself.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, but you must've been like 10.
1: Less 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 and it wasn't even a good cake but i got kicked out and then that somehow somehow, that inspired me to keep baking.
2: <laughs> seriously that that was your love of baking right there Jeez. well
0: yeah. i did make chocolate chip cookies with her often and i did never get kicked out just saying
1: <laughs> more annoying you. she was also my i don't time i came around
0: yeah i yeah. don't
2: remember making i don't recall ever baking in her house. Mm. I remember doing some things with Zadie every, every now and then, but I don't recall baking um, at their house. But um, I, on the note- I do remember. Yeah. No, sorry. I was going to say, I just do remember that um, I, did, I don't also, I mentioned before, I don't like to bake, but maybe this is what also makes me not like to bake and Cause I was maybe like 10 or eight and I had my favorite kid's cookbook. And there was brownies in there. And I loved to make these brownies. They were like foolproof brownies. So make the brownies. And then, you know, everyone takes a bite and everyone goes, oh, my God, what's <laughs> in the brownie? I'm like, I don't know. I made the brownies the same way. I we made them. And then I bit into them. I'm like, they were so disgusting. <laughs> and then we established that I had put in a quarter of a cup of salt <gasps> instead of a quarter and... of cup of sugar. Nice. I bet and... the restaurant I at. Oh, they were
1: so
0: gross.
1: I was going to make sugared nuts for a salad. And someone was like, mm, I always love when Ellie makes these. And he like literally spat them out because of <laughs> two cups of sugar. I did two cups of salt. Yeah. Oh, monstrous. Yes.
2: Yeah. Sorry, Dane, you were going to say. No,
0: I was just going to say that in the, on the note of baking, you know, I told you, <laughs> I just touched on this one, but about dad, we were on, our, this was like, okay, fine. It was, it was like 20 years ago I guess. Oh my god. Okay. I was going to say it was relatively <laughs> recent, but I guess no, it couldn't have been. Okay. So it was like 20 years ago and we were on our way to the Shapiro's grandkids or the Shapiro's bar mitzvah. Maybe it was like their Sean. Anyway, it was so someone's someone's bar mitzvah party. Okay. And mom had just made a cheesecake and it was sitting at the front door, like ready to go. It cherry? For, uh, no, you know what? It wasn't, I, I can't remember the kind. I want to say like it had green or yellow, like a lemon cheesecake or a lime it cheese, a pistachio, like something that was unusual pistachio. for her. But um, okay. I, it was, it was, it had a color. I just remember that. And so okay. Uh, okay. we're, it's sitting on the steps waiting for us to go <laughs> and dad stepped on it. <clears throat> I can't. I can't. I can't. I can And then mom like, oh and he's like, oh shit. That's all I hear because <laughs> she's not there. And then she comes and she sees it and she starts freaking screaming at him. Like, like it was. And and, he, and then he gets like instead of just being like, I'm so sorry. You know, when you do something and somebody yells and you you just get more defensive. He's like, well, what was it doing on the steps in the first place? <laughs> he's like mad. And he's like, "Who leaves a cheesecake by the stairs?" And and I was just like, "Oh my god, how am I gonna go in the car with these two people to this party? Like, this is gonna be the worst thing ever." And so then he's like trying to patchwork it. He's trying to like, oh. be, like because it was covered with like whatever wrap. He was trying to like smush it back together and like give it a new light. We freaking took that cheesecake! Like we took no! it to the party. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you didn't. Well, there was no footprint anymore <laughs> because we like zhuzhed it back into like presentability. No. Yeah. Oh. Like, and in fairness, it wasn't like his whole footprint was in the center no. of the ke- cheesecake, like flattened, <laughs> but it was definitely stepped on and it was definitely like needed repair.
2: And she well, was so
0: f- stinking mad.
2: Well, well, I also just want to say on that same sort of thing, like, how many, um, I would say, well, Jewish women, because those are the women that we mostly know, have, have mastered the art of having a tort of some kind on their lap in the mm-hmm. car, taking it from point, from point A to point B. And how many times have I said to Jeff, oh, my God, can you slow down? I have a tort on my <laughs> lap. Like, I, I, I actually wish I could tell you how many times I've actually said that. And then, cause you can't, and then what kind of platter is it on? And is it going to slide off? Why don't you put that in the back seat, in the back seat? I can't put that in the back seat. It's going to fall onto the floor. It has to be on my lap. And also if it's on my lap going to somewhere, I'm probably in a cocktail dress mm, of some yeah. kind. Like it can't, it can't land on me. Well, I, like, I, I so I, many things.
1: To the people listening, cause I've now delivered multiple wedding cakes. Don't rest it on your lap. Hold it. You'll be sore, but then it doubles as a workout. And then you control the bumpies. Alternatively, if you put it on the floor in the back seat. Now I'm just giving tutorials, but I did deliver how many pounds is this cake? It was like a 30 pound cake. Oh my God. Um, it was a wedding cake uh, for like 150 people, multi-layered was my first one and it was in Scarborough it was in the bluffs and Barry my father-in-law drove me there and I wouldn't let him go over 30 the entire way
2: oh so that took a long time to get there. it
1: felt like a full day yeah. <laughs> like I was <laughs> really pissed
2: well what about when we came back after um my wedding And all the desserts, of course, had also been made by mom and and Susan and whoever else was making desserts. And whatever was left over has to leave the venue, which at that time was the Rush Pina Synagogue, and had to be in our freezer that night. Like, you couldn't go the next morning. So there was all of us coming home with random schmoo tort and cinnamon tort in boxes. And me and Jeff and Dana and somebody else and my parents all in I guess it would have been the maxima. so there was already too many people for the the amount of people that should have been in the car and then Dana was for sure sitting on somebody's lap for sure and then there was tort boxes and cake boxes interspersed between all of us we're like and then mum served the rest of those cakes at the brunch the next sure. morning for people to come over for I was sure. like were those not smushed I don't understand <laughs> what happened with those because I, like although Going well, she served my a cake kids. that
0: had been stepped on, in fairness. So I think the standard yeah, was fairly
2: true. reduced. Good point. <laughs> Good point. But both for both of my boys' bar mitzvahs, all of the desserts had been made. A lot of them were made by Ellie and mm-hmm. my girlfriends and mom and me. And I, of course, got smart at that point and started buying actually cake boxes. Mm-hmm. So that if you actually now take something in a cake box, as opposed to putting it on the platter before you leave the house, <laughs> they also do make it to their destination better. Oh, my God. Um, unlike taking it I was like why would I put the thing on a platter first but that's what I did for the first 15 years before I figured out how to buy a cake box
1: well speaking of you know it's very Winnipeg for us to like make the desserts for someone's affair I was gonna Like,
0: say someone might be wondering right, why like why don't you just order yeah. them like yes yes
1: like I need to preface this with that is the most Winnipeg thing and that's why when Dana said she brought a cheesecake I'm like oh it was a cherry cheesecake and by that I mean it was the can of cherry filling Poured on top of a cheesecake, like that's the only way Winnipeggers do it. And so, circling back to how I land in Winnipeg and I'm put to work, I did ten desserts for Lauren's wedding, including her wedding pie. She did not want cake; she wanted a three layer wedding pie. So I felt like there was a lot of pressure on me. I felt like I was also maid of honor, one of two. I was planning the bridal shower. Um, when we showed up for the rehearsal, Lauren was like, "Ellie." Lead And I was like, oh shit, I'm also the planner. So I felt like I was wearing a lot of hats. And when I got to the Rush Pina or what, what's it called now? The Etzheim kitchen, I was already feeling a little stressed. So I make my schmoo. Auntie Judy says it's good. Not as good as hers. I took too many creative licenses. We move on. Um, I was forced to put a cherry pie filling on one of my cheesecakes. Furious about that. So I'm like three cheesecakes down. I got my shmoo. I've decorated a cinnamon tort. Again, very Winnipeg. And then I, I'm like, okay, these are all things that I've literally never done before, but now I'm going to make pie, which I am very good at. And I thought it would be smart to make all of the pie dough at once instead of like one pie at a time. This is when the tears start to come because it should come together. It's it's literally three ingredients. And I start working the dough and I'm like, it is crumbling. And this is when Lauren's future mother-in-law comes up. And I should also say she's such a delightful woman and all she wants to do is help. But she comes up to me, she goes, Oh, not really working out there. And I said, no, Alana, no, it's not. It's not. She goes, maybe you should put it in the fridge. I'm like, mm-hmm, that won't help, but okay. And then whatever. I put it in the fridge for five minutes to be polite. I bring it, I, I take it back out. And at this point, like I'm actually fully, like I'm kneading the dough while crying. <laughs> she comes back, mm, you know what might work? I'm like, don't, don't say it, Atlanta. She's like, I think you should put it in the fridge. I'm like, I don't need to put it. I don't need to put it in the fridge though. She goes, oh, okay. She walks. She's also a really good baker. She walks away. Now I'm rolling. The pie has not come together. I'm considering starting from scratch. She comes over. She goes, you know what you should do? And at this point, my face turns red and mom like runs over to like run interference. She goes, Elena, why don't we go to the other end of the kitchen right now? <laughs> so that was the day that I almost like ruined Lauren's wedding by getting in a fight with her mother-in-law. I think I threw out the entire pie. And... Mm. Hello? Am I back? Oh, okay. Yeah. I threw the out the pie. Back. Uh, refrigerating it did not help um I cried a lot I made three new ones I think they were eaten but stress I'm
0: picturing you just I'm picturing you at the counter just rolling the dough with like tears dripping into the pastry just like I can see the whole thing like Evan says I I haven't
1: made a cake without crying (laughs) the one the one that I did that had to go to Scarborough like Evan was in that wedding party so he's having a great time. He's off at like the groomsman thing. And I called him at one point again, in tears, I'm like the dog just ate a pound of butter and I had planned to use all the butter. And now I have to go to the store. So the dog did eat a pound of butter. If he hears butter being unwrapped, he will run downstairs and eat the butter. So I think he, Evan hung up and someone said to him like everything. Okay. And he's like, Oh, she's just crying. <laughs> <laughs> another wedding cake like started to lean to the side so evan found me on the floor crying another completely coll- like they all turn out nice but they all there has to be a moment of absolute hysterics in the middle oh one of the king for jonah's once you served it it was on a complete 45 degree angle
0: okay, I. You,
2: it looked go. like a set
1: of stairs trace <laughs>
2: Everybody was very busy dancing, so they ate it. And the lineup for the desserts at Jonas Bar Mitzvah was, like, out the door. And so we were, you know, it was all good. Nobody, nobody mind. Well, I
1: cried, so I mind. <laughs> so that wraps up episode 6.0
0: part two of Hookers and Horses Stories of a Prairie Family. Be sure to tune in to episode seven, more fails, but this time we're going to talk dating fails. And be sure to text in any comments or questions or your wish to be a guest on Hookers and Horses. If you haven't listened to the first few episodes, be sure to go back on Spotify or Anchor and listen in. For Hookers and Horses, stay home, stay safe. Peace out.